Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Wendy's Big Show, a Friday edition. you got to be in a good mood outside of the Brewers being eliminated last night. More on that a little bit later on in the show. Served up hot and fresh each and every afternoon, 2 to 6. It's called the Wendy's Big Show. There's Leroy Butler. There's Gary Ellerson, a couple of former Green Bay Packer football players. And my name is Tim, and for Sparky today, he is back on Monday. And a big show lined up for you today. We'll get to the Brewers conversation. There's going to be some fans at some football games and some baseball games. We'll talk about that as well. And a ton coming up. Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press Gazette, will join us as well. But right away, out of the chute here, as they say, we hit the great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in uh, former NFL quarterback David Archer, currently uh, in the Falcons Radio Network booth calling the game Monday. David, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. All right, do we have him? He is not there. Gary? There go. I oh, got you. There we I'm go. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here. <laughs> All right, David. Hello to you, Tim, Gary, and Leroy. I'm sorry. I think I had my phone muted. My bad. I was trying to trying to make sure you didn't have any excess noise before I came in. But, yeah. Uh, uh, no, good to be with you guys. Yeah, good to be with y'all. Our board operator is just petrified right now because he thought he was screwing <laughs> up. <laughs> so, no, he's not on him. It's on me. It's on me. I'll take the blame for that one. All right, really good. All right, I look at this uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, football team, and, and I will say this, that they probably deserve a better record. You tell me why the record is what it is. Well, you can't finish games. I mean, uh, it's simple as that. Uh they, yeah, they're as talented as anybody in the league. And uh, when you got a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter twice uh, against a team that right now is undefeated against a, a Cowboy team that I think people feel is better than their record, then you probably should be 2-1. and one. But you know what? You, you didn't get it done. And, uh, and they're reeling down here a little bit from a fan base standpoint. Fortunately, the players uh, have kept a st- stiff upper lip. And uh, this is a tough place to try to get your season going in the right direction now, to go to Green Bay on a Monday night and play a team that's probably playing as good as any team in the league. Yeah, Gary Ellerson is is with us, David. He uh, ran running back for the Wisconsin Badgers and the Green Bay Packers, and obviously you know Leroy Butler as well. Shoot, Gary. Hey, Dave, so I, I guess is, is, is Dan Quinn on the hot seat right now? I understand, though, that the owner, Arthur Blank, he just doesn't make those kind of moves in the middle of the year. Uh, is he feeling any pressure? I'm sure he is, Gary. Um, you, you played. We've all, unfortunately, been around some of this stuff before. And, 
I think that uh, Mr. Blank is a very uh, cerebral guy. I mean, you don't build the the empire that he's built around Home Depot and the things that he's done with making rash and quick decisions. And frankly, you know, he did that last year. There was a, there was a chance that he might squeeze the trigger on a on a firing in the middle of last year. So to, to answer your question, yeah, Dan Quinn's on the hot seat. I don't think Dan's feeling the pressure. Dan is a uh, is a guy that goes the week to week. Does an excellent job of compartmentalizing. Uh, I think they've got some veteran players on this team that do the same thing. They've been under the same heat for about two seasons now on this uh, maybe coach watch scenario, if you want to want to say. But uh, I think they've uh, they've had uh, the solid week so far of practice, which we all say. But uh, I do think they're getting some people back off of the injury list, which should help them on Monday night. So I think David going six and two. Uh, the second half of the season showed optimism. But when you see Calvin Ridley emerge when Julio Jones is not there and Hunter Hurst and these guys, I mean, you, I would agree with their talent. And then it seemed like it would be more excitement when you get Gurley. But I'm a, I'm a big Deion Jones uh, fan. But it just seemed like to me, which way do you look at it? The offense taking their foot off the gas or the defense is just bad? You know what? I think there's a, a little bit of, of, of both in both, yeah, in yeah. certain situations, Leroy. I think I don't. You can. This defense was outstanding in the first three quarters against the Bears. I think the Bears were one for nine on third down the first three quarters. They turned them away in the red zone. You build a 26 to 10 lead, you're doing something right on defense. You did. They did a nice job of, of kind of forcing them into making a, a QB change, which turned out being a pretty good decision by Matt Nagy and and getting Foles on the field. Because he played really well in the second half, in the fourth quarter, and Atlanta decided not mm-hmm. to cover anybody. But when you've got opportunities to, to catch a ball, and you know this, I mean, you were you played at the highest possible level. When you have a chance to catch a ball on third down, and mm. you drop a football that does not extend a drive, and now you got to punt the football. When you have an opportunity to make a tackle one on one on the outside, you're in position. The guy caught the football, make the tackle. Don't make the tackle. This guy spins out. It runs for a touchdown. These are the kind of things that have been magnified in the fourth quarter for Atlanta that have allowed they've allowed to fester and continue to get bigger and bigger. And now um, I think teams go into a game thinking, okay, hey, let's just wait for the fourth quarter. We're going to have our opportunity. Atlanta's got to find a way individually. You know, you guys know this, Gary. You and Leroy know this as players. This is not a coaching scenario. This is about players mm-hmm. making plays when the opportunity is there. I'm not talking about out of the realm plays or out off. Off the wall plays. I'm talking about plays that are actually there to be made. They got to make those plays. If they do that, they're probably two and one right now. Yeah, no. a lot of people. Go ahead, real quick, no, Gary. Go ahead, a lot of people. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. A lot of people. I had a discussion with a few people. Matt Ryan. I said Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer. He's going to put up the numbers. The MVP went to a Super Bowl. And then a lot of people wanted to know what's the word uh, about Matt Lafleur when he was there? Uh, was he not there long enough? Or was he just part of, you know, just kind of moving around a little bit? But it just seemed like these two teams got a little history. Yeah, there's no question as far as Matt being here. I mean, there was a lot of people who wanted Lafleur to stay here as the offensive coordinator when Kyle Shanahan got the job in San Francisco because he had oh, been boy. his quarterback coach and obviously the transition. The problem was, I think there was a marination process, for a lack of a better term. They didn't think he'd marinated enough. They didn't think he had enough experience to be a play caller and to be the guy that was going to kind of be in charge of an offense. They just thought he was a little bit too green and he needed a little bit more seasoning, okay? The marination process. Well, guess what? He went to, he went to L.A. And, in Tennessee and got that done, and now he's one of the best young, quarter, one, uh, best young head coaches in the National Football League. So, 
uh, Atlanta lost out on that. That's a that's a loss. It's a bad decision to allow Matt, allow Matt Lafleur to get out of here. And he certainly has understanding of what Matt Ryan brings to the table. And I'm sure he's sharing that with Mike Pettin and whatever they're going to do defensively. You know, Dave, it feels like not too long ago, though, the Falcons and the Packers were, you know, really the king of the NFC. And I guess if you can put your finger on it, what has kind of happened to the the Falcons here in the last, I guess, two three years? Well, I think it's been a lack of a clutch gene, Gary. To be honest with you, I think that um, I, you know, all of us like to think that played the game that when the, the when things were the biggest and they were on the line, that's when you played your best. But you know what? Only one guy does that, or one side does that, right? The other side doesn't get that done. And Atlanta's been too many too many times on the other side, and it's. They've been in position to win a number of football games, shoot all the way back, obviously, in the Super Bowl, which one yeah. they can't live down, that yeah. they've had an opportunity to win. So they're good enough to play well to put themselves in position. And this is where I get caught up in the whole coaching thing. Fans saying, well, let's get rid of the coach. Uh, well, you, you guys know you're not changing your offensive and defensive systems in week four. You're going to stay with the same system. <laughs> and oh, by the way, oh, oh, by, oh, by the way, those same coaches, the coaches do a 29-10 lead against Dallas, and a 26-10 lead against Chicago in three quarters. They're the same coaches that coach that lead. So why are they? Why has something changed in the fourth quarter? It's player-driven, guys. No question about it. Yeah, we're talking with David Archer, former NFL quarterback, currently on the Atlanta Falcons radio network. Will be on the call on Monday. And and David, I I will say this, and, and it alludes back to what Gary was talking about. Certain points are tipping points with an NFL team, and, and you know this, and, and the guys, uh, we experienced that here in 2014 at NFC title game in Seattle where you know, really the Green Bay Packers didn't get over that until you know McCarthy exited. All right, now, and I hate to bring up bad, bad uh, vibes here with the Atlanta Falcons, but you know, twenty-eight to three rings well, a bell. Why are you bringing it up, Tim? David <laughs> is a guest. No, but it, it, is that is, <laughs> could, could that be the tipping point though in the organization where, it, in order to wash your hands of that, you may have to make the move with Quinn? Yeah, there's there's some validity to what you're saying, but guys, go go back to 2016, the year after the Super Bowl loss, devastating loss, no question. The only NFC team to go back to the playoffs of the six teams that made it from the year before was the Atlanta Falcons. They're the only team that returned to the, to the playoffs in 17, and they went out and beat L.A. in L.A.'s building in the opening round of the playoffs. Remember, they had to go to Philadelphia and had that close battle where they had a chance to score at the end of the game against Philly and couldn't get it in the end zone, That's or right. they would have been in back-to-back NFC championship games. They were one play away from going back to the NFC title. So as much as I'd like to say the Super Bowl and, and all the you know post-traumatic syndrome, if you will, and all the things that go along with that, I mean, you got to you go right to seventeen. You had a top ten defense. You had a team that had a chance to to go to an NFC Championship game the very next year when you're the only you're the only NFC team to repeat and go to the playoffs. So I can't think that that's hanging over their head. But there is something that's bothering them, and they better get over it pretty quick, or they will be looking for a new coach. David, last one we get you going. I just I'm, we don't me and Gary we don't play predictions and put you on the spot with that. I want to talk about something that's bigger. Do you think Atlanta? And I, I'm not sure if you even know this. Just give me your opinion. Do you think Atlanta is aware of the COVID cases in the state of Wisconsin as they begin to travel here? I want to. That's in the think of the anxiety of these players thinking because obviously with Tennessee, I'm in the Titans. You know, Minnesota might have got exposed. You never know. 
they, the NFL just want to make sure these teams are safe, especially when they're traveling, because these guys get a chance to go home and come back into these facilities. Yeah, it's an excellent question, uh, Roy. I think that uh, in light of what happened this weekend with uh, the Tennessee Titans and the, and the Vikings, um, it can't not be on your mind at some point, right? Hey, I've got a family I'm going to come home to. What am I Am I getting myself into something that's going to affect my kids when I come home? There's no question that's got that's got to be on their minds this week, is along with all the football and trying to get out of a loss or something. But I don't know that that's affecting them on the football field, but certainly mm-hmm. anytime you an, uh, handle anxieties or put anxieties into the mix, it can create a focus problem, right? You may not be quite as focused on something you're trying to get done on game day because you're thinking about something else. Last one here. Yeah. This is the last one for sure. Gary. I said that was the last uh, one. Yeah, Gary. but what you can't doing? be making decisions like that, Leroy. Come on. You're right, Gary. You got seniority. You got seniority. My but, bad. But, Dave, though, outside looking in, just want your opinion on this. Uh, much was made of the Green Bay Packers not drafting someone to help Aaron Rodgers. They go get a quarterback in the, mm-hmm. in the first round, so they got no players out there to help them. Now Ellen Lazard could be lost for four or five games this year, so now they're short at receivers. Devontae Adams. What was your thought? when you saw the Packers move up to take a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers still available? Great question. Here. Well, Frank, yeah, frankly, very surprised. We think Aaron Rodgers down here, and certainly I do. If I had to pick a, play, a player to be a quarterback for me, and I've got a guy that's pretty good here in Atlanta, that if I didn't pick Matt Ryan, I'd take Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying that was because I'm on with you guys. I've had a chance to call mm-hmm. 11 matchups between the Falcons and the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers has been nothing short of spectacular in every one of those games. So, I, I couldn't help but pick him. and by, I, I just, It was stunning to me. I thought Rodgers has handled it extremely well. He got to go to his coach, got himself dialed in. They're playing extremely well offensively, doing all the things they need to do to move the football. They're getting a good good contribution on defense. And, by the way, Alan Lazard, I'm an Iowa State guy, and that's one of our guys, Iowa State. And I hated to see right. Alan go down. What a phenomenal yeah. performance he had last weekend against the Saints. And certainly hope him, wish him the best and get back because he's, he kind of just started his career, right, guys? He just kind of burst yep. on the scene yep. light, last, yep. late last year. So, um, yeah, I hope he gets back. Uh, my best wishes to Alan Lazard back on the field. But, uh, you know, I mean, there's nobody better than Aaron Rodgers. You can stack some guys up around the same level, but there's not anybody better than he is. David, we appreciate the time, and I apologize for Leroy bringing up that 28-3 thing. You, know? you brought that up. <laughs> David, he's a Cowboy you fan, so that explains a lot. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? When 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 you do it to yourself, you got to wear it, right? Now I got to wear it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, yeah. David. Hey, good luck Thanks, to Dave. you, and and we'll talk down the line. Thanks a lot. Thanks, fellas. Y'all be safe. Yeah, there he is, David Archer, so former much. quarterback. Got a, got quite the resume, guys. Uh, CFL and the NFL, uh, Iowa State mm-hmm. guy. He, uh, I think he was a USFL guy as well. If you if you go back in, into that resume, but uh, good conversation. They, he used to sling it for the Falcons. People forget about him. Yes, he did. Yeah. He threw a very tight spiral. Very tight. Yeah, and he joined us right here on the Wendy's Big Show on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, Austin. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. All right, Gary, you got Austin make, making that, his debut with the big that? show. That's that, awesome. Just don't let him drive, Gary. Don't let him drive. He's good. <laughs> oh, easy now. <laughs> <laughs> don't let him drive you around, Gary. He's platinum. Yeah. Gary, <laughs> Gary you brought up Lazard, and we need to get into that discussion because <laughs> we it's, have to. Uh, yeah, we it's have a to. reoccurring theme on this show, among yes, others. It is. 
That's a wide receiver situation for the Green Bay Packers. It's the Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, a Friday edition right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.